Welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. I'm Brian here in North Texas, and I am joined by Frank in Austin. What's up, Brian? Hey, buddy. And I guess now I'm looking at the screen. Looks like Willem is also joining us. Howdy. From Tulsa. I also do believe that you meant the champ. Yeah. The champ. Hey, frame up to to your left just a little bit, and that'll help. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Well, we'll bring that. No, not you, Willem. Uh, there we, we go. Talk, what's what's going on? Um, just check out Frank's screen as I introduce what I'm drinking this evening. So, oh Christ, we are drinking. <laughs> yeah, Frank is <laughs> Frank is joined by his special buddy, the Fantasy Football Trophy. Uh, what a trophy it is, eh? Oh my God, it's like for what? what? NBLB? No, hell no. Oh. Doing that shit. We don't have that You're kind of budget. Yeah, that is a two hundred dollars <laughs> trophy for our every once in a while fantasy football. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We'll start a fantasy football league halfway through the season just to keep it fair, you know. No, this is a real. It's the real deal. It's a four team league. This is um, the um, the Vincent D'Onofrio Lombardi Trophy. Yeah, we each play each other seven times during the during the year. Then two of us make the playoffs, thus making the champion. Yes, it's a it's um, best of seven series. <laughs> yeah, it's a best of seven. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a it's a what is it? I think it's a ten or a twelve team league. I can't even remember. I don't know. My my name's on the trophy twice, by the way. Yeah, he's going um, for th- the unprecedented three peat. Twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. Well, I will have you know that that's a third of the years that this thing has been established that I've been the champion. So, okay. Um, the other third goes to our buddy Andy, and then yeah. You know, there are 10 players in the league. It seems like there really are only four that take it seriously, but... Right. Well, fuck. Do the they rest know of them they can win here. that fucking trophy? Sorry? Do they know they can win this trophy that you're sitting next to? Oh, they're very well aware now. So we... Uh, I, yeah, the initial trophy that was issued for this league, not to get into too much details, but I, I don't believe our fantasy football people will make it further than this far in the cast. Um the uh the trophy initially was a one of those plexiglass trophies right and as the back to bank champ back to bank back to bank as the back to back champ i was uh a little bit disappointed in the quality of that trophy sitting on my shelf for 2 years so i uh <laughs> hold on I took a hit for the team, and I said, <laughs> "Use some of my winnings to pay for a new trophy." So um, that's what happened. You commissioned it was very difficult. You commissioned the purchase, purchase of a new trophy, a brand new lawnmower, and instead <laughs> got this trophy, which is pretty sweet. Um, I mean, yeah, it's real emblems in the back. I don't. I I really put this on the top of my house. 
Um, uh, right the, when people enter the driveway, for the listeners, fantasy god. I mean, it is pretty legit for the like, listeners who obviously can't. But it, but as far as trophies go, that is a trophy. <laughs> for the listeners who can't see it, this thing is about what three feet tall. Yeah, Brian. I mean, I'm going to say it's about two inches shorter than my dick. Oh, All right. Anyway, at the top of it is this like bedazzled football that says champion on it. It's Yeah, it says league champion, fantasy football. Um I mean the thing's got some weight to it. If you're ever in a bar fight, you can definitely I, take I some hope, eye out. I hope you There's either no break that window behind you or break that football off the top of it swinging Why not around do like that? that. That's actual money. This is like play money that's sitting next to me. That's not fair. Now, so you've commissioned development of your own trophy with your winnings nothing more magical i mean i would have selected the crystal ball myself yeah um, so you could have dropped it like that uh florida basketball coach a few years ago yeah but i heard they send you a replacement afterwards it doesn't matter sure why not yeah, so let's get down to brass tacks here frank the little the little the pins that you put on stuff let's get down to it are you drinking anything tonight are you still drinking water no, I, I I am drinking a beer tonight. I uh, I feel as though Omeprazole is maybe like a miracle drug. It has made me feel significantly better. God damn it! I was looking uh, for this knife. Son of a bitch! It was right in front of me. Yeah, so my my stomach doesn't feel quite as bad. I'm having a smash up from uh, Last Stand Brewing Company. Smash IPA. Yeah. Do you know what Smash stands for, buddy? I don't know. Probably it's it, in my mind. It stands for mediocre. Yeah, this is a fine beer. Whatever. <laughs> Smash stands for single malt, single hop. So that's probably um, why you have that mediocre taste. S M is capital. S H is capital. Okay, I get it. Yep. That's uh. It's probably why you don't taste the complexity of flavors because there's only like two that they probably used in there. So yeah, it's good. Um. I would. I don't know. Where's Last Stand from, Brian? Houston, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The can's are real mediocre as well. Shit, so. sick ass burn. Get your shit together, Last Stand. Yeah, it's, it's like they literally took a. Uh, you know those those um, uh, cream ales, not the cream ale. The uh, what do they call them? Man, what's the soda? Vagisil. No cream, cream soda. soda. Cream soda. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> you know those. The cream soda cans. So in America, you can um, think of cream ale, but not cream soda. Oh shit. So in America, cream soda is like this, I don't know, it's like this tan gold liquid. Yeah. Okay. Everywhere else in the world, cream soda is the, the soda you have fun with. You add some flavors, it, like color agents to it. It's, it might be blue. It might be green. It might be whatever. Because the color of cream soda just kind of looks like shit. And yeah, it kind of looks, looks like, like beer. Yeah. So this can would be if you took the color of cream soda and just printed it on a can. It's very unassuming. It, yeah, I don't know. It's it's all right. I, don't, I guess if you're from Houston, this might be like the fucking the tits. tits. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sorry that it's nothing more than mediocre, like your fantasy football draft tonight. But Villem, I heard you crack open a can. What are you yes, thinking? you're going to be proud. Can I, do I get a retort here, Mr. Chuck Grassley? Do I get a retort? All right, your airtime is up. Man. Yeah, I, I, it's, it was listen, very Frank-heavy the I last am, couple of weeks. 
Mr. Grassley, all I'm saying is it's all about the waiver wire, wire continue. Okay. All right, all right. Villem, what do you what 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 will I be proud of you drinking? No, nah, that's a joke. Oh, um shit. Okay. Yeah, I'm drinking so. Michelob Ultra Lime Are you really? Yeah. Uh, is it lime yeah. cactus or is it just Michelob Ultra? Because it's it looks... lime cactus. No, I wouldn't drink just Michelob Ultra. Oh God, I. Uh... I didn't buy this. This was left in my fridge. Hold on. Boo! <laughs> that is the first time I've used that on anyone other than Frank. <laughs> that's that's you know what uh, you know what whatever whatever gets you by i got a fridge full of miller light that i'm going to be working through in the next couple of days so yeah no i just what it uh is. i forgot to go get beer and that's what was in the fridge wait that's a thing you can forget to get beer yeah dude like you can't, i can't always keep beer in the house i'll gain way too much weight i riff huh maybe that's my problem <laughs> Uh, I gained one really easily. Probably not it. Anyway, I, I re- like it like reflexively just show up I'm like, oh, where am I? Oh, well, I'm at total. Oh, here. <laughs> Got a cart full of beer. <laughs> you know that happened. Blacked out for a second. Finding uh, beer like in the walls and shit. <laughs> basically, uh, hell behind me. I've still got two cases hidden in this shelf, so <laughs> that's good. Anyway, so you're drinking Mick Ultra, okay? Well, yeah, you had lime a lime cactus, though. <sighs> That's fine. Each their own. Each their own. It's like a watered down cactus. soda. It's like a watered down. Have you ever had what the hell is margarita schnapps? What the hell is that shit called? Uh, Kamikaze. Is that Kamikaze? It's a margarita schnapps. Oh, God, I hate schnapps. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be honest. It sounds terrible. Last time I had the Michelob Ultra lime cat or cactus lime, whatever the hell it is, that's what it tasted like. Mm. Margarita schnapps. Uh, cactus juice. There it is. And that's what they call it. The Kuiper cactus juice. The margarita schnapps. And if you want to taste uh, hangover on a bottle, that's what it is. And to me... Uh, the Michelob Ultra Lime Cactus tastes like a watered down that. Well, so you've tasted it. Oh when yeah, did you have it? Um, let's see. I was eight years old. I went to the <laughs> liquor the store. Went to the old. went to the store and bought it. And they asked to see my ID, and I punched him in the, <laughs> in the scrotes and walked out. Drank my beer. No, I had it when I first moved to Texas. I had Michelob Ultra Lime Cactus and Miller Chill. And I was like, this is the shit right here, man. This is so Miller good. Chill? Miller Chill was Miller Lite mixed with basically it was it, basically what you're drinking now. Except it was in a clear bottle. And it was made That's by Miller. Funny. Yeah, it was real classy shit, man. I thought I was, uh, I was pretty much the most educated beer person on the planet Earth. <laughs> I was like, I found this really cool underground cocktail in a bottle made by this small brewery called Miller. Hell yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. You had a birthday since we yeah, last spoke. I did. And how was that celebration? It was wonderful. I, I had a. So it was on Friday, right? The 31st? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Same as my mom's. I Big shout out for the first time ever. I've never taken my birthday off, and I always regret it. So this year I remembered to. That's good. 
And um, so, yeah, didn't do much of anything. Just, like, honestly, the best part, like, of the day part of my birthday was just get it running errands, like, stuff that I could go get done that have been stressing me out, but, like, that the operating hours are kind of, you know, when you're at work. So, like, just getting to take care of that shit. And then afterwards, we I went to dinner with my wife, and we walked over to Welltown for a beer, and then I was surprised by my friends there, and we partied the night away at there and somewhere else. Partied the night away. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I, we closed down the bar. I haven't done that in fucking... Wait, years. at Welltown or the other place you went to? We went to Open Container for the rest. That's is like that's, Bar in the Box. That's an interesting name for a bar. I'm going to be perfectly honest <laughs> yeah, with but, you. Okay, but so that it's, the context is that the bar is in a uh, shopping area that is made out of container recycled ships. shipping containers. God damn it. So it is literally an open container. God damn it. Is it in Boho or whatever the fuck it is? Sobo? Boso? No, please don't cry. Tobo? Tobo? No, it's... Tobo Sobo Chico? Is that what it is? <laughs> now, where is it? It's uh, Pearl. Or, no, Blue Dome? I don't know. What is that area? Blue Dome? East Village, maybe? So here's... Okay. This is not a grinds my gears, but it kind of is. I don't know. And it may be because I've been used to living down here in DFW where every quote-unquote neighborhood is a fucking town. So we don't refer to places as districts or uh, by little kitschy nicknames other right. than like Uptown and Design District. That's about it. Every other every other area of Dallas-Fort Worth is like a city or a town. But Oklahoma City, I got so pissed uh, back at the beginning of the summer, Mrs. Brian and I went to Oklahoma City to celebrate our anniversary, and we were trying to find some place to go. So we were asking, like my sister and some other people that live, you know, in Oklahoma and travel to Oklahoma City for funsies. We're like, hey, where's a good place to go? And I just remember my sister going, oh, well, in Da District, in the Bowling District, in the Boxcar District, and in the Left Hand District. Oh, and if you go down here to the to the Motorcar District. I'm like, hold the fuck up. Where are all these places? And you look on a map, and there's literally like a fucking city block is a quote-unquote district in Oklahoma City. You're just like, Oklahoma City's not that big. Oklahoma (laughs) City's like eight blocks max. Yeah. There's no reason to have a dozen different names for parts of the city. Just refer to the fucking street that they're on or the street and cross street if you want to get real specific. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so that is the grinds your gears. It is. And like I get it. Like you need to you need to have some reference point uh when talking about different places. I get it. I get no, it. No, I I think it's just a elitism thing, you know, like Or it's like trying way too fucking hard. You, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And don't know. Uh, again, well, we're not using it so seriously and like we just um it's just that you can say downtown, but there's just little, different little like uh, fun, like different vibes in these different areas of downtown in the evening is kind of what it comes down to. Again, street and cross street. Let's help us out here because the motor car district of downtown Oklahoma City literally has to do with the fact that there's like a car dealership at the end of this block. 
Moot yeah, but I mean, if I can give you the name of the district or whatever, I don't think we call them districts, but then I can give you the cross street. I can, if you just ask, if I just give you like, oh, Blue Dome, you're like, well, cross street, man. Oh, well, da 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 Now, is there an actual Blue Dome there? Yeah, there's an old gas station. Okay. That, it's pretty cool, actually. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to drive around town. I'm going to take pictures of shitty buildings, and I'm going to fucking name them. I'm going to name that block something based off You the would name this building Blue Dome. I would. There's a gold dome in Oklahoma City that I just refer to. You know that place over there by that fucking gold dome? It's really weird. <laughs> no, this this literally looks like a gold dome. Yeah. I mean, a blue dome. Oh, okay. So, it will, I think Stone Cloud that you brought up last week is a <laughs> pretty good example, Frank. They're in an old building that used to make used to be a dry cleaner. And it had mm. like a historic sign that's still up, and they're like, "Oh, we're in the Dracleaner district. Shut the fuck up, homie. You're on goddamn. You're on fourth, okay? You don't need to be in got in a district by yourself. You're on fucking fourth in May or whatever. Like, don't." Brian's <sighs> very anti-tribalism, is what I'm getting. I'm pro direction, is what I am. <laughs> <laughs> like. Don't tell me some shit that's going to get me confused. I'm going to show up at the wrong dry cleaner and be like, this is a pretty old dry cleaner. This has got to be what they're talking about. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm getting yelled at because I'm not here to pick up slacks. Like, no, I'm here to grab a beer right now, and I just got confused. Oh, they got to have a dry cleaner in the dry cleaner. <laughs> there is none. That's infuriating. Why call it that? It's, do they call it that based on a sign that's there? I don't know. People at Oklahoma City are like, dumbass. It's it's this way because of this. Like, ah. I'm visiting. Think about that, dickhead. Like, when you're naming your districts, what do you want to do? Do you want to have only people who live there? Fine, cool. Call it the shit dick district. And everybody shows up. I'm like, cool, I'm going to the shit dick tonight. The shit dick district. It just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a tongue twister. And frankly. no one wants to show because they're like, I've got questions about that district. And I I don't think it's for me. And you're just like, cool, that is- locals only. <laughs> I don't know. I know that's very specific, and people listening are like, oh, fuck this guy. You know what? No, fuck you. Go travel around. Honestly, I, just, I don't think anyone's this impassioned. <laughs> I'm pro-direction. That's what I am. I, I'm nothing if not pro-direction. You don't want to go too, like... Uh... I'm going to go militant. Brutalism, you know, brutalist, like <laughs> just city blocks that all look the same and have Perfect. the same fucking utilitarian you know, through and through. Like, yes, nah, you, that's too far. Okay? No, you got numbers. <laughs> that's like, where your direction I'm, leads. I'm at building seven on fourth and seventh. Like, or fourth oh my and, God, that fourth world and, fourth, sounds fucking atrocious. Fourth and A. That's what, that's what my, oh, I have alphabetical uh, uh, east and west. Alphabetic, east and west, and then uh, north, south, all numbers. Fourth and A. <laughs> Perfect. I know where it's at on the fucking grid. Everybody knows oh, where that's at. It's up there. It's take up all there. the joy out of life. Hey, I'm not saying the buildings can't look different. I'm just saying name them right. That's already too far, honestly. <laughs> Taking all culture out of all street names. Mm-hmm. Hey, insane. you want to work? Because who knows? You could name a street for somebody and like this dude's a good dude, and then right before he dies, he uh, touches a bunch hold of kids. On, Brian. Are you talking- <laughs> There's always other good people to replace, you know. Okay, I, yeah. I'm well. saving costs on street signs. That's what I'm doing here. Christ, <laughs> you're so like. No one ever went to. No one ever crack. went to letter C and was like, too many bad things come out of this. We can't. The oh, number six, Ooh, devil's number. Got to skip that one. 
What are we talking about tonight? Oh, I haven't gotten to my beer that I'm drinking, which is a bit of a yes. special one. Brian, what are you drinking? So, can you all hear me? Yes, I can. I'm sorry. Uh, what, were, you, were you saying something? Yeah, no, no. I had something on the streets thing, but it's too late now. Oh, no, 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 no. We're back. Eight and four. Go, Frank. Oh, no. All I was saying on the streets thing is it's not as though we haven't had to do a complete rehaul of all of the Confederate names already. See? Right? Like, I think Perfect time. Point, we have it all factored into a budget. Every every thirty to forty years, someone is gonna have fucked up enough to where <laughs> something we named after them is going to need to be renamed. Yeah, Weinstein Way is looking real ragged oh, right oh, now. I, I'm with you, Brian. If you call it Bottlenose Dolphin Way, oh yeah, you got no issues. <laughs> like, what, what's the worst they're gonna do? Right? Um, human no, rape? Brian just doesn't want that. Brian wants to call it B. Yeah, B. The oh, letter B. Alphabet. Yeah, I'm talking more like things. No, no, you can go. We're at, we're at so, Bravo Four. That's where we're Brian at. Brian <laughs> is really far in the one direction. I'm really far in the other direction. And Frank is landing somewhere in, in bottlenose. <laughs> no, Frank is in bottlenose dolphin. Some, something innocent that can't fuck up. And fortunately. <laughs> We were going to have a lot of Pope Avenues. Yeah, can't have those. Can't anymore. have that. No. Back away from that. Dandelion Way, guys. That's Back not away. bad. So, so maybe maybe Pope Avenue speaks to the fact that you still need a small budget. What is <laughs> what happened? What is Pope? What happened? I mean, come on now. I'm paying attention. You haven't been paying attention to the entire child molestation case going the last two decades, <laughs> and it's continuing to be covered up. Having Today. something called Pope Avenue would be quite insulting to quite a few people. Okay, I, I guess I just don't have context. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't okay. been following that story, I guess. Oh, okay, yeah. So, sh- long story short, there are thousands of kids in the Philadelphia or the Oh, okay, gotcha. Pennsylvania Archdiocese who accused of being raped by popes. Not popes. Pastors. What are they called? I don't even know. Priests. There's only one pope. This priests. is what I'm not following on. They're priests. No, so if you if you name it after the pope, the popes, right, John Paul II, Francis, yeah. and the dude that was in between for like a minute, um, they've been actively uh, covering it up. Oh, yeah. shit. They yeah, know about yeah. it? Yeah. Okay, so there's the disconnect. I did not know that. Yeah, no, there's there's quite a disconnect. Actually, like oh, as much yeah. as everybody likes Francis, <laughs> dude should probably step down for you know a bit, not doing what he said he would do. <sighs> yeah, wait, he or even covered it up? he even covered it. Well, so Willem, if you think about like Brian, and we will get to your beer in just a minute, but if no, you, think about, <laughs> I'm enjoying the shit out of it. So go on. <laughs> if, if you think about the massive like implications for. The church. This is like if the church had supported slavery since the 1800s. They haven't came out today, right? Like it's 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 so big that the church can't really ever let the story come out at one time. Um, so if 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 it happened in Pennsylvania, it happened in Texas, it happened in New York, it happened like. The the sheer size of how many kids got molested by priests is more than likely in the hundreds of thousands, if not millions. Like, it, it is that large. I mean, the state of Pennsylvania said it was anywhere from four to 10,000 kids. So if you just multiply that and then you go to, like, countries that have been 
decimated with poverty like Haiti and the Dominican Republic and the countries in Africa that have strong Catholic. I mean, it is massive amounts of kids, and it's very sad. And if the Pope did anything to cover it up, motherfuckers got to lie. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. fucking crazy. I did not hear... I guess I didn't. I thought it started and ended with that Pennsylvania case, but if no, no, this, the Pennsylvania Attorney General made it his job. I believe it's a he. I can I will not vouch for the fact that I know that. I think mm-hmm. it's a he to um, take this to the end. Like this report, the 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 Catholic Church had tried to prevent this report from coming out for. I think it's somewhere in the neighborhood of five years. And it was 900 pages. Everybody testified in front of a grand jury. The Catholic Church did some sort of an out-of-court settlement that prevented the report from becoming public. And then the one guy who didn't take the money... Steve. ...sued him all the way to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, which was the last court that could decide this. And they had to... They had to release the report, and now they're he's suing again to get the unredacted version of the report released because there are some unindicted co-conspirators, if you will, <laughs> in this report. God damn it. Got their, <laughs> got their names blacked out of the report because they didn't actually molest kids. Redacted for privacy? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So, yeah, it's it, it was super messed up. I spent zero minutes reading that report because I don't want to read about little things getting raped. But we, um, that's what we do here on Nobody Left Behind. Zero research. <laughs> zero minutes reading it. That's exactly right. Well, I tell you what shit else I don't read is fucking Maggie Haberman. Fuck okay. that lady. Can, okay. That's All right. Neat. Let's keep going. I, yeah. I don't really feel like going in deep on Maggie Haberman tonight. Mm-hmm. We should. We shouldn't. That's fine. Go hard on her on Twitter. Keep it to Twitter. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. I I am drinking... Thanks for asking, Frank. I am drinking a special beer this evening. <laughs> what with it being Tuesday and all. So happens it's Tuesday. I am drinking... So happens it's Tuesday. From no. the brewery. I mean, wait. Are you shitting me right now? No. No. No, no shitsies. So happens it's Tuesday. From the brewery. Oh, it just so happens you were not shitting me. I was not shitting you. Coming in at a svelte 14.7% alcohol. This is an imperial stout aged on bourbon barrels. This is from 2016. This was their second release of 2016. Hmm. For the real beer nerds who are listening, who are wanting to check my street cred. Um. This is the purple wrapper on the neck. Not the like maroon dark red wrapper that came on the early editions of 2016 which were notoriously infected which is what Frank and I drank at my birthday earlier this year you can go back and oh, listen yeah, to that the, episode the, early, the notoriously infected BIG yes you guys can go back and listen to that wonderful episode i believe dated sometime mid february or late february um should have been like a 3 hour long episode it's about what we did back then so uh, we tried the early edition of 2016, and it was that wonderful, soured, like, red wine stout, and it was fantastic. This one is lower in alcohol, also not infected, equally as old, but 
It's fantastic. It drinks like literally like German chocolate cake with like melted chocolate drizzle over the top, like fudge drizzle over the top. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Yeah, hold on one second. I'm what? Sorry. Melted chocolate instead of fudge? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, what? <laughs> okay. Okay. So, okay. This beer tastes like two versions of chocolate very closely associated with each other, just different in form by way of... Delivery, yes. Delivery? Yes. Brian, Brian, this is some certified Cicerone bullshit. No, it tastes like... You know how you had the sponginess of the German chocolate cake? And then mm-hmm. if you have... I mean, traditional German chocolate cake is just the spongy cake. But then you have, like, like drizzled over the top of it. It's just this, like, nice fudge. I don't know how to how to explain because it's got a finish of fudge. It's super dry, um, maybe like a touch of nuttiness. It's, it, it's fantastic. It's also oxidized to shit and back, and it's also got zero carbonation in it, which what it makes this beer go down really easy, really easy. I mean, you can see right. it's goddamn black as night. Brian, I'll take your word for it. It's fantastic. Anyway. So- I, I wish I would have consumed it earlier than two years. I do have a question for you, Brian. What? <clears throat> Speaking of, you indicated you purchased this in uh, February? Uh, no, I purchased this in 2016. So, well, Sorry, we had, the di- we had the infected version of it in February. Yes. Um, I believe at that time we had an episode where you referred to it as February. Airy, like you were brewing a ton in February. February, yeah, yeah. So that made me actually jog the memory as you, your New Year's resolution goes, and we're sort of like, let's not bring that up, Frank. Through the let's year. not bring that up, Frank. I've got a lot of brewing to do this year, <laughs> and I, I was wondering how lot. that's going. It's not and, going and well. It doesn't. It doesn't necessarily mean. So here's the thing, right? In Texas, you take a break. It's hot in the summer. You're not sitting out there in front of fucking propane tanks. This is true. But you're getting back to the point now. I mean, Austin's, we're barely reaching 95 now anymore. So it's about the time where you break out sweaters. Are you starting to play catch-up now for the summer where you couldn't really brew? And if so, what's the plan for the fall? Because there's some good brews coming up. And then also, how did the brews turn out? Okay. That's a very good question. Very good question. Good question. Good question. So yeah, I feel like I should be on the Supreme Court nominee committee. No, because you have too much information to begin with. So you couldn't be. this fantasy football trophy there. As I have to bring one of my league mates to just carry it to the door and then, and then put it back in my car for me. Take off about 96% of it, and then you carry the rest of it in and show it to everyone else. Can I just take the ball? Nope. Probably just take too much. Ball. Just take the laces and hand it to the uh, Judiciary Committee, and they'll be able to decide from that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. No, so my brewing, admittedly, has been lacking since about May because it has been hot AF here. And so with that said, I am a good four months behind with remaining four months in the year. I, yeah, I got a lot of brewing to do. With that said, I made some mistakes early on this year brewing. A lot of bottle conditioning beers that I shouldn't have done. I should have just fucking carved them up normally and bitten the bullet and done uh, traditional secondary fermentation in the bottle. Didn't do that. I used carb tabs, fucked up a bunch of stuff. My stouts all taste like butthole. I get that. 
admittedly. Mm. Now, my kegged beers all taste amazing. Um, I need to get more CO2 so I can clear some kegs out. And I need to brew some more. But on the docket this year coming up, I need to brew a milk stout for my daughter's birthday because we need to have something tasty to drink. I also need to rebrew my wit beer, and I think I might actually brew that wit beer two more times and get multiple kegs of it sitting around because I miss it. I miss it so much. And it's one of the beers that I brew best. So there's two. I'll I what I might do is I might fudge some numbers and uh, brew up a big Belgian quad later on this year and then age it on a bunch of different things, bottle that up and call that a day. So I might my basically what that means is I'll do what I did with my stout, which is brew once and uh, you know condition it on a bunch of different things and get five different beers out of it. Yeah. So yeah, I've been I've been lacking, but Frank, yeah, it has been really hot. I don't want to go out and brew when it's a hundred. So, but your initial goal was one beer a month or one beer a week. No, no. I wanted a beer. I wanted to brew twelve times this year. That was yeah, my okay. that was my brew year's resolution, and I'm and at. I, be, I do believe you did two in February. February, I yeah. did I did one in January, one in February, one in March. I'm just going to let everybody know. February is normally a very difficult word for me to pronounce. It, it sounds very but difficult for you. I it's, do not pronounce February. How do you even pronounce? You don't. You skip over you, the R. February. Uh, February. Yeah, February. Oh, I've always said February. Yeah, we it's, know. It's, it's like, difficult. It sounds it difficult. Worse. It makes it so much worse. It, it doesn't make February. it easier. Feb- yeah, I, but I don't, I don't. There's only 28 days, and the likelihood of me having to say it often is not high, right? Like, Are I don't, you're breaking statistically down how often yeah. it is to say the day's date. Huh? I don't plan what for. Many, I'm gonna ask I, you specifically because of my speech impediment. Do not plan for a lot of events in February. <laughs> oh, in the second month of the year. Yeah. <laughs> We should every week ask Frank a question that will result in him saying February <laughs> in some form or fashion. Our freaking uh, the, this podcast anniversary is in your least favorite month. Yeah, no, it's the, I, I believe I actually refer to that as either Brian's birthday, yeah, or close to Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> oh my God, actually, that's not even I that close. Changed, I just changed the month to Black History Month, and then I'm fine. There you go. That, oh, that's your stance. Covered. That's your stance. Every time something comes up about February, you're like, "Oh, you mean Black History Month? Yeah, I know. Black History oh, Month. You, you mean you mean the 28th day of Black, Black History, history month? month? BHM is what I call it. <laughs> what? Black History Month, you know. Why does he say that? Oh, you don't want to hear him say the month's name. It's he, he just butchers don't. it. He it, it actually is offensive to black people somehow. It's very <laughs> much a waste of your time. <laughs> so that's what I'm drinking tonight. And if you want the backstory on what, <laughs> how so happens it's Wednesday. Or so how? Whoa, Jesus Christ! So happens it's Tuesday. Got its name, and you can refer back to that anniversary cast episode. Uh, it spells out something important, shit, and that is the exclamation that it that the brewers gave the time they were brewing a beer called Black Tuesday. And they oh. had some mishaps after they tasted it. No, they actually. Well, I'll just tell it again. They broke a mash paddle while mashing in, so they had to uh, stir everything with little tiny sticks, basically, in a production, you know, size batch. And when it came out, it came out. 
the complete wrong gravity, and it was like half the gravity points that it should have been. So then they added a bunch of stuff to it. Got tried to uh, save it. Try to save it. Then or basically sugar and malt extract. Got it up to a really high alcohol, and they realized, shit, this needs time to cool off because it's really hot. Hot. It's got a lot of fusel alcohol in it. So then they aged it on bourbon barrels, something that they had never done before. So when they pulled it out of the bourbon barrels, it actually tasted good, but they didn't have a name for it. It was supposed to be Black Tuesday, so they just called it So Happens It's Tuesday, which spells out shit. I like that. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Patrick Rue at the brewery is, first off, he's freaking borderline genius. I mean, he's he passed the California State Bar uh, to be a lawyer. And uh, once he passed that, he was like, eh, I don't want to be a lawyer. This is fucking dumb. So he went back and became one of the first master Cicerones in the world and uh, opened his own brewery. And he so called it pass- the brewery. Passing the bar has nothing to do with um, high jump. No, no, not this no. time. Not this time, buddy. It, uh, it's a, I think it's a medical term for what they're using oh. it here. Okay. He passed the bar, bar. It's a it's a level of barometric pressure that he passed oh. internally. You know, it just shows was... your level of intelligence. Oh, okay. It's got nothing to do with the four by four hundred either. No, that is what they call a stick handy. That's what they hand <laughs> they they call that on the streets. They call it. I ran the stick handy race. Yeah, I ran the stick I handy. Ran the stick handy. Stick handy went faster than your stick handy. How fast do you run the stick handy? The stick handy is really quick. Anyway, when you run the anchor of the stick handy, you gotta be real fast. <laughs> middle, not so much. I don't have to be so middle fast. But in fast, have to be in fast with stick handy. But when anyway, you finish, I finish with a smile on my face and a necklace, always smiling. Anyway. What do you guys have to talk about tonight? I'm going to be honest with you. This So Happens This Tuesday is kicking my dick right now. I am <laughs> fucking feeling it. <laughs> wow. What, what's the alcohol on that? It's only 14.7. Oh, oh, my God. It's also a 750 milliliter bottle, <laughs> and I'm about eight ounces away from finishing it. Oh, <laughs> my God, dude. Have fun tomorrow. Frankly. It'll be fine. I'll be fine. I did the other night, um, what was it, last Thursday? No, last Wednesday night. I was like, ah, this bottle of scotch is getting pretty close to the end. (laughs) Let me me finish that off. And what I didn't realize was it was about a third of the bottle of scotch. Yep. It was a... That's a lot. That was not a little bit amount, yeah. I mean, it was a small bottle. It was a, a 375, this little guy here. But, I mean... Mm. It went That's that uh, Total Wine and More brand. It always left me satisfied. You know what I yeah. mean? So, Willem, do you have any anything specific? Any smoothies to talk about? Yeah, any smoothies. Um, <laughs> have you guys been following the uh, Supreme Court thing? Oh, um, fancy I mean, you mentioning that. Uh, we have. Uh, Frank and I both were talking about that earlier today. Well, let's hear it. Oh, do you want to hear, Frank, do you want to lead in a sound clip from today? Yeah, no, I mean, Blumenthal just dropped some gold in the hearing today. It was fantastic. Y'all ready for it? Yes. Yeah. There will always be a taint. There will always be an ass. 
That was his drop from today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Want to hear it again? again, I'm just going to play it again. It was a little unexpected. There will always be a taint. There will always be an ass. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. There you go. Those are the hearings in a... a, There will always be a taint. There will always be an ass. So no truer words have ever been spoken. <laughs> Cross gender doesn't matter what you identify as. They, them, them, they. Everybody whatever. got a taint. Everybody got an ass. Everybody got a taint. Everybody got an ass. So yeah, it was actually kind of funny because it, it's. The, I I don't want to get super political bringing it up, Willem, but it was a fucking train wreck. <laughs> like the whole thing was just a train wreck. Yeah, it's not good. Not a good look. What, what did you think? This country, man, we're like so screwed. <laughs> yeah. If that's what our like politics is devolving into, like, there's not much hope there. Like, even if we do somehow make it out of this shit show that we're in right now without like losing some liberties, yeah. I don't know. It just seems pretty fucking terrible right now. And so the 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 other part of the kind of hearings that I just so I normally have a lot of like reporting to do in the day and whatnot. So I'll listen to this shit on the side or podcast, depending on what I'm more interested in. And when they do these hearings, I always like to kind of listen in. And today I had to turn it off because it was just a lot of like, first off, Chuck, Chuck Grassley is a, just a, he's a grumpy old man and not nice for the most part. Um, but he, yeah, so he conducted, he was the head chairman of the hearings and whatnot. And, um, he unfortunately allotted 10 minutes to Ted Cruz. Just everybody in their lives needed to get those 10 minutes. Did did he he take the time to say, please vote for me, please. God, if you live in Texas, vote for me. I need friends. (laughs) He started talking about, I mean, it's just whenever he crawls out of his little like devil hole, (laughs) That he just lives in. <laughs> he, he, he shakes the sulfur and brimstone from his cloven yeah, hooves and it's like oh, oxygen. I need to get back in my hole. Yes, I'm Ted Cruz. <laughs> so he, he uh, yeah, the pressure. <laughs> so he, uh, he, he starts talking, and he just makes such false equivalencies. And you know, this is the same man who blocked. Every, I mean, he was like lead blocker on every fucking wedge play <laughs> in the history of Congress for the past seven years. Not and this dude's Cruz. sitting up there, and he's like high and mighty. And he's like, this past election was to elect the Supreme Court. And Trump put out a list. And he didn't say Trump told me that my wife was fucking ugly and my dad assassinated someone. And I lied. He didn't say those parts. But he did say that um, Trump put out this list and like left out some very important parts. But the list that he kept referring to was a list that um, had been put out. It was vetted by the Heritage Foundation, which alone is like a coke organization that's fucking stupid it's always super shady whenever you hear the heritage foundation yeah heritage so, and something something for families you're like yeah yeah i'm out of here so he he like 
says, oh, yeah, it's the, this list got put out, and that's that's what the people voted on. And it's not true. I mean, people voted on the fact that they knew it was either going to be conservative or liberal justice. That's true. Very few people looked at the list. Um, funny thing about it, though, is Kavanaugh wasn't even on the list. Okay? So he's just lying. And it just proves the point that Ted Cruz is just a shrill and a lying son of a bitch. So... It, it honestly, the person that came off the best on the Republican side to me was Ben Sass. I thought he was fine. He was, was from Nebraska. He, he had sassy? this whole speech. Yeah, he had this whole speech about like government shouldn't function like this. And I think Willem, if you're at all like willing to spend the five to ten minutes, his speech was actually pretty decent today. I don't know how much of it he meant. It was no That's, Blumenthal, but it was all right. Blumenthal, Blumenthal, no Astain. No Astain. There was no Astain. No, there was no Astain. Blumenthal was being procedural. The whole Democratic caucus was just being procedural. I, um, I the first hour was gold, and then I turned it off. And yeah. Like, did they, they just happen. focus on abortion? That was like the big worry. Did they just focus on no. Roe v. Wade? No, no they, they also. Nothing, no questioning has happened, Willem. No. Because. We're all open statements first day. Yeah, oh, it was all just like a pontificating, like elaborate fucking soliloquy of, and this is how smart I'm supposed to sound with how well this this statement is written about the things that I think that you stand for. It's but you know what was what was embarrassing about that? What you just said, Brian? There will always be a taint. There will always be an ass. What? Yes. <laughs> the the absolute sheer lack of public speaking skills of oh some God. of these senators. Holy shit. I don't know I how mean, they got elected. They were reading like they were... Have you ever, do you remember Bonsai, the uh, talking monkey from Windows 95 days that you could download? You yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And it, it sang a song. Yeah, he They're sang a song. that Trump train, damn it. No, no. <laughs> No, Bonsai, the fucking talking monkey, you could literally make him say anything. It was similar to that my, that Office episode where Michael Scott... Yeah, had, yep, I remember him. It's like, get out of my off-ive, that type of shit. Like, that who's, was, long who's Long Tim? Who's Long Tim? Me you, Long Tim. <laughs> yeah, it was that level of fucking speaking skills. You're like, oh, God, you're reading this off a piece of paper. And you haven't gotten it. Have you seen it? Did you read it before these, right now? These are the people who are in control of our fucking country right now. Yes. And it, it, and you, know, you know when you when you sight read some, something, Willem? Like, yeah. Even when you're playing music, you're singing music, whatever, you have a certain level of cadence that you follow. And sometimes it works. Most of the time it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. These people had no cadence to their voice. So it was just like, and breaking news, the person behind me said that (laughs) I should. It was so, so bad. Yeah, it was not good. And the other thing is, like at the beginning of the meeting, or the beginning of the hearing altogether, they had the old debate. Do we all walk out or do we ask the hard-hitting questions? Because, you know. They had forty-two thousand pages of information dropped on them. The ten hours before ten the hours hearing. before the hearing, like when people, I don't know if that comes across correctly as the what the fuck happened there, but it would be the equivalent of a a trial happening, and the defense attorney 
is handed all of the state's evidence 10 hours before the start of the uh, of the trial and it had 42,000 pages worth of content Ryan, to get through. Yes. Can we put this in evangelical terms please? Sure. It would be like if you were if you were a pastor and you were preparing for a Sunday morning sermon that someone else wrote and they handed you 42,000 pages 10 hours before the service started. Oh, also, Ryan, I feel like the Bible was written. Hold on. The Bible on. that was ri- that it's referencing is written in a different language. Go on. Well, so I feel like it should be a little bit more impactful in that this would be the equivalent of 40 Bibles being handed to you. Oh, you're talking the about night before. Mass. Well, it depends, the, it depends on the. It depends on the. Cite and recite a verse. It depends on the size of the font, Frank. The next morning. Also, it was pointed. Did you not get my font joke? It's pretty funny. I did get the font joke, but I just looked up how many pages are in the St. James Bible. It's 1,200. So. I don't refer to the St. James Bible because I'm not uh, a Pope-loving Catholic. Anyway, so... Well, sorry, the King James. Oh, not the St. James. St. James God. Bible. <laughs> Queen James Bible. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. King they, Hummus. I did not mean to insult you in that manner. King Hummus? The patron saint. Hummus. Patron saint of Hummus, St. James. <laughs> now you're just being racist. Well, man, eat me. Anyway, which is what. This is what the patron saint of Hummus used to say. Eat me. <laughs> all the the time. He said that to every pita chip that he saw. Just, eat me. Just 1,200 pages that in his Bible says, eat me. Well. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, but it was going to be funny. I don't know. Well, yeah, it was. I, all I know is it was shitty that that much information was dropped on his previous rulings and his previous like standings on life, basically. So <laughs> and, and and what ninety seven percent or ninety five percent of the content that he actually had on public record, public record, mind you or should have been public record, was redacted as executive privilege or presidential privilege? You know, it's, I just feel like... So, yeah, the entire thing. Villain, we haven't, we haven't had your thoughts on it. How do you feel about it? Cause You're I, the one I that brought up the whole situation. Yeah, you brought it up. <laughs> uh, well, there's, what, 100,000 pages. So it's a Trump nominee... 100,000 pages withheld, like, by the White House. Uh, 42,000 pages of some other part of his career dropped 10 hours before. And that was thanks to George W. Bush, just so you guys know. Yeah. What, so uh, was, that it was dropped or? Well, so so just, just to clarify, for that long. the process is... And it's unfortunate. Your record in an administration gets to be both reviewed by the National Archives and that administration. Yeah. And the National Archives, after being sent these pages, said there is no excuse that we didn't get all the pages and didn't refer back things that in the past had been held back. Um, So George W. Bush, yeah, he was a real, real fucking dickhole. Um, While he was passing... The Obamas, some, I don't know, candy, fucking hard Werther's, candy. Werther's yeah. candies and slapping Obama on the ass. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> so that's just I, funny. I didn't, I thought that it went, I thought it went public record and then 
it went the Trump administration and then the whatever administration the file the records were filed under got to check. No, so they do but Trump? because it was basically like, hey, you guys decide what needs to what's you know what what's relevant public record. Um, Trump, what what um, can be disclosed without any issue, and then the president, like the president, the administration goes through of like, okay, what is either irrelevant, personal, or um, could be harmful even today. National security. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know the exact way, but the way that Grassley explained it, he filed a records request with the National Archives. They reached out to the Bush Library and that administration, which so indicated is the Bush Library still run by the Bush administration? Because methinks it's not. Methinks it's no, run it by whoever the like whatever national party is involved with building that because that's not that's a library that's built by like the same funds that raise campaign that that, uh, build campaign funds but they so it's not the george it's not the george bush family going through those records no but they keep they keep some of the administration lawyers on hand in case record requests which we all know the george bush administration lawyers brett kavanaugh being one of them real fucking cool bunch of people i'm not brian I'm sorry. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Yeah, I, what I'm telling you is is the order of operations yes. that Grassley laid out. And the only reason I know this again is because that first hour is like all these things came up. He, he he was like, you filed the request, and the National Archives requested from the library. The library withholds some data, and you have to file, file FISA requests for that data. Um, and then that data can be... Um, executive privileged by the administration that's currently in power, if need be, if there's a good enough reason for it. And that's sort of how they went by. Which um, is how all 42,000 pages got dumped last night, Monday yeah, the 3rd. Yeah, so all of this stuff takes time. And, and uh, I but mean, all this stuff was, was right today. Yeah. He said, you know, all this data will come out. And if you are in the wrong, people will know. And if you got a official appointed to a lifetime appointment of the Supreme Court, people will find out what the skeletons in the closet are. Like, there's no, it's not going to go away. Um, now, whether or not the American people will care, I have no idea. I, I, I care to the extent that I, I know the Supreme Court has powers it shouldn't have well, because no. our legislative branch is so fucking lazy. No, and that's yeah. a big problem. But if the legislature, if 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 the legislature works and Congress works the way it's supposed to, the Supreme Court wouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah, I was gonna say what you're talking about are PR because uh, the trains coming through. I want to explain your point, hopefully correctly, is that the legislative branch, meaning the regional courts, don't really ever want to take a full stance on issues. Uh, that actually make it to the Supreme Court, if they actually took a stance and set a precedent, they would not have to go to the Supreme Court for any of those rulings. You're still... So, so the train's passing, but what I, what I really meant, so legislature, Congress, legislature's normally in the states, that's normally their version of Congress, but if, if the legislative branch made laws and yeah. policy... 
and all the Supreme Court did was say this policy isn't legal, that policy isn't legal, they wouldn't have sweeping law creation ability in this country. It's nine people. Like, why do they have this ability to just make laws? Because our fucking Senate and House of Representatives are too lazy to take a stand and make a law. So what ends up happening is they're like, oh, gay marriage is a state's issue. And then gay marriage gets legalized or sued all the way up to the Supreme Court. The court says anti-gay marriage laws are unconstitutional. Now, all of a sudden, it's a law. Yeah, I sorry. I, my, doing it in that manner is is not the right. That's not how this society functions. No. It's it's wrong. Sorry, my so happens it's Tuesday was kicking out. I thought you just misspoke and said the wrong branch of no, government. No, but no, yes, no, not correct. What I meant was legislative and and you're definitely correct. that. If, I always if, thought it was bullshit, and I know you're you're correct, Frank, and what you're in your the way you're speaking. I always thought it was bullshit that regional courts couldn't just fucking say, yep, this is what's happening, this is what it is, and that the next level of court would be like, yep, this is what it is. But fucking, it really bums me out that you can take shit all the way to the Supreme Court sometimes. It really does. (laughs) I think you only get one chance to submit it. Like, you submit the appeal, and if it gets denied, it's forever denied. So whatever the lower court ruled. And the Supreme Court doesn't take up that many cases. Um they take I, up some good I, ones. I, they do. They do take the big ones, and it's unfortunate that we're currently. It's it's unfortunate that something like Brown versus Board of Education isn't a fucking huh. national law. Like, yeah, isn't a, you cannot a, discriminate based on race for entry into an educational institution. Yeah, like how has our that's like hearing you remember early on in our podcast that. We found out that Mississippi had just banned slavery. Oh yeah, I thought okay. you were bring up Nambla again. Well, no, but what I'm saying is, is the that's the equivalent here. Is like we're we're it's not funny, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're at a level here where it's like this this branch has been so lazy to manage and take care of business for so long that now there are consequences to them not doing shit. True. Right? Like abortion. The 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 same legislature or Congress that had two thirds majority and passed the ACA could have passed abortion law. And we wouldn't have to worry about this. You cannot make laws with Supreme Court precedent. It is a ruling at a given point in time that can be overturned by another ruling. Right. And it's it's a big problem, and people need to really get this straight in their heads. If you honestly want abortion to be legal or you want abortion to be illegal, it doesn't matter who's in the Supreme Court. That is the end-all, be-all ruler of laws and judgments that are made because of an environment. It's not the law origination party, right? Like It's like, I'm just a bill fucking 2.0 like you can't you can't I'm sorry you're you referencing something. schoolhouse rock from the fucking yeah. uh from the fucking bench so that's that is what really frustrates me about this whole process the court nominees while they matter they only matter because congress is so fucking lazy 
Frank, I'll end this rant with I think mayors need to have more power. You know what I mean? They really just should rule the land. Yeah. If I want to, like, I don't know, <laughs> okay. smoke in my backyard, I should be able to do it based on my mayor being okay with it. Fucking do that. Okay. So, guys, <clears throat> for those longtime listeners, you understand why we started this podcast. But for the new listeners, we started this podcast to give everyone uh, an idea of what it was like to hang out at the bar, have a pint with the four of us, the four of us being Frank, Parker, Willem, and myself. And we all know that when you go hang out at a bar with friends, when you don't all live together and live in the exact same house and sleep in sometimes different beds, you know what I mean? That is really hard to get together all at the same time and leave at the same time. So sometimes we have to bounce differently, okay? So for tonight, uh, Willem has to go. He's got to get back to the old house, be with the old ball and chain, and get some Z's before a big work day tomorrow, saving the world up in Tulsa Town. So sounded a lot like cheers, honestly. It is. That's that's exactly what when I thought of it, I was like, when Parker comes on, everyone's gonna go Parker. It's gonna be great. Everybody knows your name. Yeah, maybe Brian, put together. Brian went to the bar back in like the 50s. Fuck yeah. Yeah, got my old lady's getting on my nerves. She got me by the short hairs. Give me another lucky and a bourbon, please. <laughs> anyway. And don't even get me started on those people who came into this country and are taking our jobs. And you hear the next line. What about those Irish? Oh, god damn it, Frank. God damn it. All right, okay, guys. So I'm getting, I'm for real getting out of here, though. You're out of here, villain. Well, thank you for sharing your cactus juice with us. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> Check us out on Instagram. Bye. Everybody say bye to villain. Bye. Bye. Uh, Frank, finally, it's just me and you. We can, get down to, we can get down to the old wooden tacks, you know what I mean? Oh, man, those are deeper than brass. All the way. Bulls deep. I, I don't have my oh yeah, but I just hit this. There will always be a taint. I'm just gonna cut it there. <laughs> so, so did you enjoy when I sent you that? It was good. After I will say, after I cut, <laughs> where he says asterisk, asterisk, he yeah. says by your name. So I cut out the trick part of asterisk, and As I was like, by your name. yeah, it was like, do I leave that? Because that sounds good. But then I'm like, I nah, w- it's gonna take a setup. I mean, if you if you could if you could get that one, that would be awesome too. Yeah, it'd be very specific to this night's cast. I'm trying to make I'm trying be. to make things for the future, you know. But that's a pretty. I mean, that's a good drop. I really enjoyed when I heard that. I was like, did he just say taint? <laughs> I have an asterisk. Like, is this perfect? This is a calling. This is this is a sign. Well, I like how I can display this. There will always be a taint and i can just stop it right there and there will always be a taint and like that's yeah. a, that's a declarative took, statement he took an awkwardly long pause it was okay. a long like, pause it's an awkwardly long pause so um if if any of my fantasy football mates have made it this far into the cast well, we're 50 50 some odd minutes in they have um yeah i mean it's been gold it's been nothing but gold but what i would like to say is the the trophy is safe. Um, it, I've actually decided to build it its own cabinet. Um, <laughs> We've taken up woodworking to build well, this Well, there's only, I don't know, judging by the amount of time left, there's probably about another decade left on this trophy. So 
<laughs> I should easily be able to get that. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's a nice trophy. I'm probably going to, so this year I bought the trophy with my winnings. Next year I might buy some championship rings. Oh, my God. Um, so that when I'm golfing, you know, that'll uh-huh. be on the course. I'm just letting everybody know it is a uh, it's a real son of a bitch to have to figure out how to spend your winnings. It's not that easy. Um, the <clears throat> two girlies, one cup will remain named as such um, until, you know. Wow. We no longer have to worry about the trophy being at my house. So. Frank, I think you're on to something here. I have found just a quick Amazon search, <clears throat> and I have found a winner and loser uh, fantasy football ring set for a mere thirty nine ninety nine. So, Whoa. yeah, it's a it's a dual set. So it's a twofer. You can get the winner and the loser, and the loser one is in pink with the words "loser" <laughs> across the top of it. Well, here, here's what I'll say to that, I feel Brian. Like that's the- pretty good deal. The, um, the winner the is an abortion of, of this this championship trophy. Is that I could have very easily at this point been a three P champion. Oh, um, <clears throat> but in 2014, take us back. Formerly known by <laughs> the name Doubles, um, mm. they tanked that season. Was and that also you? Last place on purpose. Uh, because they had a whole lot of rookies on their team, and it was just the year to finish mm-hmm. um, in last place because yeah. there were some good rookies and set us up for a good year the next year. This is a dynasty league for those people out there. Oh, um, good. That's so good. I I finished in last place, meaning I could you know keep some cheap players the next year. Not because I was in last <laughs> place, but because I picked them up for so little. Um. Yeah, so if you look at the the record book for this league, I I own some of the worst records and some of the best records. <laughs> well, that's what you want. You really want to be the Dallas Cowboys of your fantasy football league. I'm very diverse. So 2015 rolls around, I finish third, and then I go back-to-back. Back. So I'm, I'm set up pretty well this year. I'm really going to go for it all. I don't know if I'm going to win it if I don't. This trash talk will certainly come back to me, but none of them have a podcast, so I'll just shit talk them on my own. Right? <laughs> so you're um, just going to wield your power over them. Yeah, I know. This is right. Yeah. You guys get a syndicated podcast on all platforms. Syndicated on all shut platforms. Up, shut up, shut up. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, sure. Syndicated on all Yes, platforms. and. That's what I'm going to go for. That's right. So, um, <laughs> but you know, I mean, I guess as Senator Blumenthal did put it. Oh, gotcha. There will always be a taint in the league of record. So um, Andy's that this year, and we'll see who does it next year. Probably Jonah, I'd imagine. Ooh, the shit talking takes on names. Yeah. That's good. I, no one knows him. I mean, Jonah, you might be able to find maybe like ten people named in the world. So that's very specific. You might be able to find them. But, well, know. Frank, uh, I found an actual 2018 Fantasy Football Championship ring trophy. Whoa, how big is that? It's, I mean, it's an actual, it's a ring. It's, a, it, you oh, can get okay. it sized to fit your finger as well. And coming in, <laughs> priced 28.98 to 28.99. I'm sure you can find any any size to fit your budget. I like that. I mean, I do kind of have a. Uh... 
an awkward size pinky ring. Dude, so. I was thinking thumb ring, but I like pinky ring. That's good. Thumb well, ring but I need, I need that. You know, I'm I'm doing one for the third finger at this point. Oh so. yeah, you're you're filling up the fist Brady style. I need That's two good. of them. At, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe you know. I feel like if I go by Pittsburgh Steelers tradition, you start with the pinky and move over because when they got to their fifth title, they said one for the thumb. Yeah. So I feel like if I'm going to say one for the thumb, I can't. I can't crown the thumb. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. It was a different time. People didn't wear a lot of thumb rings. Chris Daughtry wasn't a thing back then, so they didn't know that the thumb ring was as popular as it is. You know, Brian. Brian, we should really mm-hmm. shell this conversation for about two years from now. Oh, when you're deciding when the thumb ring comes into play. When you're the uh, egotistical Jerry Jones of the fantasy football leagues. Pretty much. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, they'll start naming the trophy after me, actually. There is a perfect spot here. It's kind of a sticker, so I might just print a new sticker for it. I think you should definitely add to the trophy every year uh, different things, uh, different accoutrement, if you will. I like that. Even if it's like, so if you think that you're going to be the victor this year, then maybe go ahead and plan some, like, maybe gold plating or gold leafing on the upright pillars. Oh, I'm so confident. I'll throw a Rolex on the top. (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> you just have it built into one of the upright pillars so you can't take it off you're like oh this is a goddamn now it's a ten thousand two hundred dollar trophy really congratulations <laughs> that's right yeah not only are you winning but you only get to wear the rolex for that year you don't get actually unless you disassemble the trophy you don't get the rolex yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well so speaking of rolling in rolling out hold on i got you i got you right here it's Parker. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that the aim? <laughs> yes. <laughs> One more time. We'll just. Yeah, man, it's that was always Parker. the best song that a hot girl signed on. Oh yeah. Oh, got on here. Let's we talk. S- we saw Brits Tits '95 hop on. You're like, yeah. What's up, well, girl? I'd, I'd imagine that's not. Uh, I don't even think you could send pictures via AIM at the beginning. No, but you knew who Brit's tits were. You knew. You, you did. You did. There there was a whole archive of it out there. It was all drawn yeah. images from Jacob, the weird kid who sat in the back. But they yeah. were all good. They, they were kind of droopy, but not droopy. Like, yeah. Old, that's, that's how he described them. All right, Parker. What? <laughs> Parker, you with us, buddy? No, he said... He said, "GD, give me a second. So I'm guessing someone's crying at his house. He unfortunately, F and GD, give me yeah. a second. So we will, uh, we'll get back to Park. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. He's exactly he's... how the, I guess the bar works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the waitress fucked up his drink, and he has to go back to the bar and figure it out. It's fine. So Brian, we're we're at the time of year. Time of year. Time of year. Time of year. Yeah, I was trying to. I was trying to like think should i say we're at that time here or time of year either way um, What's so anyways we're at the time of year where texas starts becoming <laughs> this like utopia of beautiful weather oh yes yeah and it's slowly like so i don't know if you guys had similar temperatures but last week it was like 150 degrees here mm-hmm. and it had been so we've had 57 days now in austin over 100 degrees. God damn And it. we all of a sudden just 
literally starting two days. No, yeah, yesterday. So two days. We have had temperatures in the mid 90s. And today it was actually the low 90s. And it's amazing how different that feels. Like just, it's a different world. Yeah. Um, when you've been dealing with the higher, I don't know, 105, 103. Yeah, we, it hasn't been as bad up here because we've had more days not in the hundreds. But like today I got, I was driving home. It was much later than normal because I had a work deal I had to go to. But I'm coming home, driving through the neighborhood and there's like at least 20 people outside walking, running, outside like working in their yard. I don't like <laughs> I look down at my temperature. I'm like, "God damn, it's it was hot when I left." But I'm like, "Oh, well, it's only 88 degrees." And I thought to myself, "Oh, shit. That's like fucking winter weather basically." Yeah. <clears throat> no, I was I was very surprised. I'm so we normally get a bit of a I guess they call it a cold spell around this time. And we're lucky if it lasts because we normally expect at least one or two more weeks in the hundreds. Yeah. Um, so for the time being, it just feels so beautiful. 90 degrees feels like it's freaking 70 outside. Yeah. Uh, it's gorgeous. I mean, like the temperature out here on the patio where I'm recording tonight is 78 degrees. I could sleep out here. Yeah, it's that comfortable. So, it's the payoff period, man. And if if you're listening to this podcast from not the South or specifically, <laughs> I guess not Texas, the the reason people live here is not because you get fifty days in a hundred. It's because you get, I don't know, two hundred and ninety days where that are not cold and not hot, and then you get like. 50 days or 30 depending on where you live in this state that can be cold and sometimes those fall to the better side of cold yeah they're the bearable side of cold yeah i mean i've had christmases here where i'm like shorts t-shirt oh yeah throwing a football outside yeah i was gonna say we've had i've had christmases here in shorts on the same year that thanksgiving it snowed (laughs) it's fucking wild Uh, you know, so yeah, I mean, that, that was one of my things. It's just like, it's amazing how quickly the weather turns. It looks like we've got an El Nino coming up this year. El Nino Spanish for the Nino. And it means a lot of rain, which we really need. So dude, speaking of, we've gotten rain every day for the last like three days up here and we're supposed to get it the rest of the week. That's awesome. Terrible for beer sales, wonderful for my yard. Backyard is looking lush. I got a nice $400 water bill last month. Motherfucker, I got a $260 water bill. I'm ready to punch somebody in the fucking dick. Now, I will say... um, No, no. Did they sneak the stage whatever watering restrictions on you? Of course they did. Yeah, they sneak it, and then they go double the bill. Dude, okay, so uh, they didn't sneak it, because I knew uh, I got a text... July, shit, I don't remember when it was. It was mid-July. Oh, no, it was when we were in New Orleans. I got a text saying, hey, you're on water restriction, stage two, whatever, water restriction, watering twice a week only. 
I was like, cool, that's one eye water, no big deal. But what that does is basically increases your water bill by 25-30%. If you go over a limit. No, I mean, well, you, and the limit is normal consumption for most yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking ridiculous, and it's over normal consumption when your fucking guest bathroom runs all day and you don't understand, you didn't realize it. And they also, uh, they also, fuckers. they generously bump your whole bill. Oh yeah, so yeah. It's nice it. it's twenty five thirty percent not of your water consumption, but it's of your like waste uh, management. Like, because yeah. our sewage company is run through our water company, so your it's flat just, bill. They're so nice about it. Brian. Your flat bill of fifty six dollars. They're, oh, they're, they're so kind. Fun. They're generous. The oh, water is practically free. And the asshats over at Mustang Water Sud, whatever the fuck it is, oh, they still like, oh, cool, you're going to pay your bill online like a normal human being? Here's a $2.50 surcharge. Are we going to add it? Are we going to add it to your bill? No. Separate line item, motherfucker. Every goddamn time. Every goddamn time. I'm like, gotta what if pay, I... Gotta pay Patricia. I asked, uh, like, I, I called one day. I was like, hey, can I pay this over the phone and, like, get by? Like, I don't... So I don't have to pay this $2.50 surcharge? Like, no. If you're paying with card, you... It's gonna be on there no matter what. I mean, how many people pay your fucking... How many people pay by card? This system has to have paid for itself by now, right? You couldn't bill this in and, and fucking sort it out over... All of your thousands of users? No, couldn't do that, assholes. Anyway, Brian, you're asking for too much. Let's play the aim intro. It's Parker. <laughs> hey, Parker. Hi. Uh, hey, dudes. So I, sorry, I simultaneously rolled in and rolled out in one fell swoop a second ago. That's what it sounded like. Wait, there is sort of a, uh, there was a false entry right then and there, and we played that bit, and then you <laughs> left, and Brian and I were like, all right, we'll just pretend like we meant that, and well, uh, I moved on. Yeah, that was a failure to launch. What happened was I slightly moved my laptop to the right. Well, that unplugged it, and... Uh, my internal battery. So yeah, she's got to be plugged in at all times on life support. So Dang. the whole thing shit the bed. Well, and I'm pretty sure my laptop was constructed during the Clinton administration, so that doesn't help either. <laughs> right when the internet came to being, when Al Gore invented yeah. it. Congrats! So, yeah, it's right. still deal with dial up. <laughs> Man, what a what a political gaffe that was! Guffaw. Anyway, uh, Parker, we heard you open something up. What are you drinking tonight, Parker? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Piss. Piss. He apparently moved his laptop three inches to the left, which yeah. muted himself. Yeah, I, I think the moons of Jupiter are just off tonight. He's his his laptop is in retrograde. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's yeah. There's something between him and Saturn it's, that shouldn't be there, and we just haven't found it yet. But he'll tell us in a minute. I'm gonna guess it's a Russian spy satellite that's that's fucking only pulling Parker's signal Shit. right now. Probably just probably just Kim Jong Un on this nightly jaunt around the globe. Uh, that's some that's some bitch. Yeah, what's going on? Oh, I'm just going for my nightly orbit. 
do you be think, back do two you, hours. All it takes. Do you think he goes up in a Bob's Big Boy like uh, Doctor Evil in Austin Powers? I think he does. I think every missile launch is just a cruel joke. Yeah. Like he's like, oh, nuclear missile. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> never a nuclear missile actually, because it's never him announcing it. No, it's always that old lady on the Korean Republic's news network or whatever. Snooze network. I like that. Yeah. One. And she, it is a snooze network, and she <laughs> she sits there and she she's like I don't know she probably blows him, probably does the by law she does, yeah he's like grandma blow me, um, <laughs> god so, damn it, she, I mean she is way older than he is <laughs> like by a long shot, but they're all family there too. Anybody that does anything in that regime is family. It's like oh I killed my uncle he was disposable or my fucking older brother like wow man okay anyways i feel like he yeah he does a whole orbit every night that he launches that rocket and every once in a while he just gets bored so he's like hey you know what i haven't seen in a while the curvature of the earth also nobody left behind's podcast <laughs> <laughs> and then every once in a while it fucks up and he has to get a rescue mission in the middle of japanese ocean <laughs> yeah, like, have fuck guys time. rocket blew up again <laughs> I had a <laughs> <laughs> fucking a oh, it's too good too Man. good um so uh looks like parker's restarting his thing we got about 12 minutes left so yeah. we'll see if he rejoins parker you there i can't i can hear y'all are you on mute Par- he's gone. i think parker's in the middle of baghdad Parker is calling from Fallujah at this moment. No. He's under How fire. is the rack stand? Oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. How's yeah. toll rack? Are we still at war? Holy. Of course, we'll always be at war because it makes money. Cool. What are you um, drinking? <laughs> I need, I need God, to, I need dude. you to be more positive about it. Who are the no. heroes here? Okay. I'm thinking about going and diving off my back porch. Problem is, it's only three steps high. Are the heroes the Nike shoe burners? <laughs> yes. Assholes. They are. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay. Jeez, Louise. Uh, Do you still have your Nikes? Um, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I, I only burnt one of them before I like stomped it out, and I was like, damn it, I really need those shoes. <laughs> those are my work shoes. God damn it. <laughs> those weren't cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so now they're the new Nike Fires. Um, happened, I'm drinking a Keystone Ice. Holy shit! Nine percent. Yeah. What has happened in yeah. your life, Parker? What happened? Are you okay? Well, what's going on in Tulsa? To, I had to resort back to giving hand jobs behind the Quickie Mart. Fucking Villem is drinking Michelob Ultra cactus juice. And you're drinking key oh, ice. <laughs> hey, he's, dude, I bet his came from the gas station, though. This is at least 5.9%. Oh, liquor store pickup. You it, went somewhere to buy actually, this. A 30 rack for $16? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, Wait, what, hold on. Honestly? Hold on. A 30 pack for $16? You heard it here first. Dude, October comes around, I might drive to Ardmore to buy my beer. you got to be fucking kidding me. That's a good $8 that's, cheaper than what it is here. <laughs> dude, that's what I thought. Like, 
and uh, it's actually pretty darn good. You know, I've never been a fan of Keystones. Um, oh, I've been but, a big Keystone fan. See, I was obviously always natu- natural light, natty light. Um, the competitor yeah. brand in that market. Um, but I don't know... What's the difference on like a natural ice, like I drank on the cast a month or so ago, and a natural light, natural light, and a Keystone and a Keystone ice? So basically, what it what it amounts to is corn syrup additions. It sounds really bad, but that's what it is. It's the addition of uh, sugars that are not from grain to the wort before fermentation happens. Or, or the lack of dilution of a product before packaging. So let's say you've got a big-ass vat of Keystone Light that's fermenting away, and it's coming in at, oh, I don't know, 9% alcohol. And they dilute it down basically 50-50 with Keystone Light water, and they they develop... A, you know, a double size vat of Keystone Light uh, at four point whatever percent alcohol. Excuse me. They have another vat, the exact same liquid sitting right next to it. They dilute it down with basically a third of that amount of water. So they have a five point nine percent alcohol version of Keystone Ice. The exact same thing. Mm. Could be well, less. What's dilution. up with the word ice? Is that some kind of beer term? It is, and it isn't. So. Ice is a uh, there is because a there's a beer several brands. So can I, can I ask a follow up question on? Well, wait till wait till I give an answer because it it may answer your question, but it may lead to a more intricate question from you. Okay. So okay. so ice is a marketing term first and foremost because there's okay. no difference in pro in process. However, in Germany there is a beer style called Eisbach, and essentially what happens is they use temperature to distill you know how you use temperature to, st- to distill uh, liquor so you heat overheat a, a and essentially a, a beer and you can you, you vaporize the liquor or the alcohol and then you condense that alcohol to concentrate it so you can do the same thing with the opposite of heat in, in, in cold so you can freeze a beer and whatever liquid does not freeze you package that and that's a higher percentage of alcohol so uh, there is it's a it's a twofold in america it's a it's a marketing term to denote higher alcohol in the world okay. term ice is um it's not synonymous with icebox but it's associated with icebox the higher alcohol version of a bock beer in germany what was your question frank no, so on the the policy, uh, should ice be abolished? Keystone ice, no. Natty ice, maybe. I'm not a big fan of it. And ice in general, um, if it's in bourbon or whiskey, keep it out. That's what, yeah, abolish ice in whiskey and bourbon. That's what okay. I say. Good. I just want to make sure we reclaim the term. Oh, yeah, we're taking it back for sure. For sure. Definitely yeah. the acronym can go fuck itself, but the mm-hmm. it, term itself. It's good in like ginger ales, maybe some sodas every now and then, but never in hard liquor. All right. 
Yeah. No, I guess we're straight on that. Uh, Parker. Now, now ICs, all for. You throw that extra E in, <laughs> I'm all for it. Oh, but ISIS, no. Um. Oh, God damn it. I, you put me over a barrel on this one. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, if we were uh, to be no, I mean, for podcasts at the VHS office. <laughs> Look, we, we liked them initially when we helped establish them, but now we don't like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly, yeah. It, by the way, that was totally not George Bush. Classic not- American government <laughs> move right there. Not George Bush. It was not Obama. It oh, was NBLB. Trump somebody up to tear him down. Hey, Love hey, it. hey. You know what? Funny as shit the other day. Someone found the independent so the independent paper in in the UK used to be like a respected paper and it just turned into this like tabloid essentially the national enquirer type paper in the in the UK cuz it got sold and so the independent bob dylan had, when he went electric had a story that was covering osama bin laden oh as recently in like 1994 oh. as this guy who they're like, after fighting the Russians in Afghanistan, Mr. Bin Laden took him it, it took himself and his militia to Sudan to build the trade highway from like the Sudanese capital to the ocean. And it was this glowing feature review of like Osama bin Laden and how he laid down his weapons and went. <laughs> I mean, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's my surprise face. <laughs> Hitler was Times Person of the Year in 1932. Yeah, it's too funny though. Like when you I, look back on this stuff, it goes. It kind of goes full circle back to your naming yes! streets before anybody's done anything. Yes, Adolf <laughs> Av is not found anywhere in America now. No, like, no, no. <laughs> well, except- we wouldn't call it Adolf either. We'd say Adolf. Adolf, Adolf Ave in Pawnee, Indiana yeah. is not done because Leslie Nope cleared it out of there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, okay, here's here's another kind of funny thing, right? So I'm I'm waiting for my finger over the button with your funny talk, Parker. Mm-hmm. Are you there? Yeah, he said C. Yes. Oh, sorry, I couldn't. It was kind of quiet. Uh, can you play that clip from today's hearings for Parker? Because I'd I'd like to get his reaction. Can we get a live reaction, Parker? Just let us know your first thoughts. Stop talking. There will always be a taint. There will always be an ask. Do you need it again? That was in the confirmation hearings for Kavanaugh. There you go. Leo. Oh, I don't have a That was said. How, was, how did that get brought up? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. I... Uh, as as soon as I heard it, I thought, well, you might as well can the whole proceedings. Because after... There will I mean, because they're really just stating the obvious. <sighs> Dead air sometimes is a good thing, Frank. Let it sorry, happen. Sorry, Let it sorry, happen. Sorry, no I, worries. I it's passed. Yeah, no. <laughs> that came up today. Not really sure how it happened or why it happened, but it happened. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. There will, in fact, always be a taint and an ass. And as we discussed earlier, no truer nor more non-binary acceptable answer has ever been said in Congress. I just walked over that whole bit. What? 
I said I walked over that whole bit. It was going to be so good. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You need a sound drop for that. I did. I did. All right. So, Parker, what that actually was was, uh, what's his face? Uh, the Democratic guy. Blumenthal. Blumenthal. Mm-hmm. He's, he said there will always be a taint and an asterisk on this hearing. But I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, I've never heard taint and ass mentioned so close together in a sentence. <laughs> and he paused perfectly. So I asked Brian to edit it to just say there will always be a taint and an ass. Frank <laughs> Frank messaged me like three times in a row within like a minute of each other. I was like, <laughs> directly. Like, like, what the Frank, fuck are you? It's 10, 10 a.m. <laughs> no, this is, this is, this is, this like is yeah, this is later. Because I was on my way home like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> it was pretty good, though. It's pretty perfect. It was. What other usage of the word taint is there? Uh, uh, like a, a, a ruining a, of, like you, yeah, like a, a oh, like it's an tainted. imperfect hue of something. Yeah. Okay. 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 I guess you know, just automatically jump to conclusions. Well, when you say taint and ass in the same sentence, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, after all, they're only about an inch apart. They are. And and it's so true for all of society. It doesn't matter. If you're a walking, (laughs) bipedal mammal, you have a taint and an ass. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, nobody's having any uh, operations to remove their ass. You know what? I had an operation. That can happen, but medical procedure. I have it. I had a taint removal. I uh, had it snipped and then folded over a couple times and then just sewn together. So my dick points straight down. It's I, this, I, I, I prefer if this were just one hole. I identify as a taintless bipedal. Taintless bipedal. <laughs> give it. Give it ten years, Parker, and that'll be someone's Twitter profile description. Taintless bipedal. <laughs> yeah, I prefer to be referred to as that solely. <laughs> Please uh, don't use pronouns. Uh, what would the pronoun be of a taintless bipedal? Would it be uh, two one? Uh, two I, I two legs, one hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, two know. legs, one hole. How's your uh, beer guy for the queer eye working out? Not good. Uh, hasn't gotten uh-huh. good reviews. Uh, I've gotten thrown out of two bars already. It was a bad idea to start in Deep Ellum. It was real weird. It was not good. <laughs> hey, guys, I think you would like this stout by Big Bear Brewing Company. Uh, yeah, I walked in and went, hey, guys, and I got kicked out of the fucking bar. It was not a good look. <laughs> only, Tony talk, only Tony talks like that, Brian. <laughs> God damn it. You guys want to try some beer? Get out of here with your fucking bullshit beer. Okay. Right. <laughs> you guys heard of you guys heard of no taint? No taint two legs? <laughs> We're going to try it next time. Now I've got no that in my back pocket. Behind. There we go. No taint left behind. I got that in my back pocket. It's good. Mm-hmm. That should it's be good to have a fallback plan in case you know this podcast shits, shits the bed. I mean, oh, it's, only I, it's inevitable. It's only gaming Steve. Parker. You know, oh. steam power has been out for like almost 200 years now, right? Yeah, no, it's going to be... It's go- <laughs> you do realize how long it took steam power to get to the Industrial Revolution, right? Yeah, like so. what, 15, 18 months, something like that? I don't know. You know what, you do the math. I'm worried about taints over here. Well, fair enough. <laughs> Counting everybody's taints. Parker, how you been, buddy? 
Good, man. Thank you. Um, just, you know, doing stuff and living life. And today I harvested a sunflower, so that's cool. Is that code for something? No. Like no, nope. I just had a big mammoth sunflower, and I got probably 2,000 seeds out of that bastard. Did you roast Ooh. them, and are not you yet. not chewing on them? Not yet. I will be doing that tomorrow. I'm going to soak them in sea salt and water. <gasps> Excuse me. And then going to roast them. It gives them that nice crisp, a crackable shell. And I'm pretty pretty stoked about that. How long did it take you to harvest 2,000 seeds? Dude, longer than you think trying to... No, uh, harvesting 2,000 of anything seems like it's going to take me a long-ass time to do. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, you're sheer. Okay. Longer than you think? You mean like a week? <laughs> okay, so here's the funny thing. is like I've grown sunflowers for the last few years, and some years they take, and some years they don't. And one year, like I got really uber close to like the end of the growing season, which is right now, you know, early fall, and uh, had this like huge storm come through, like late August, and it just blew them all over, and they weren't quite, uh, you know, done. The seed wasn't done forming, so it was kind of a loss. I mean, was it was that, a loss, right? Was that so the storm that took Rabika and uh, Bikanse? Was it what? Was it one of the storms that took Rabika and or Bikanse? No, no, neither of them fell prey to a storm. I thought, okay, sorry. I was misremembering. Bikanse died from a heat stroke. Okay. And uh, Rabika... I thought it was a hailstorm that Rabika died of. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. It could have been the hailstorm. I don't know. God damn it. Bikanse, Rabika, and the sunflowers in the same year? Son of a bitch. I know. It was a tough time. Uh, I had to go through counseling. Anyways, so point being, this is the first year that I've had one make it, and this thing was like, I'm talking, dude, I took my Cindy Loppers out there to chop the head off, and <laughs> God damn it, it. Was res- it was resistance like I was cutting a freaking oak branch. It was impressive. <laughs> okay? Cindy this thing... Loppers. God this damn it, Parker. Feet tall. <laughs> Stop it. You can't bypass you calling a pair of shears Cindy Loppers. <laughs> you fucker. God damn it. <laughs> just because you're lopping something off doesn't give you the freedom to call them Cindy Loppers. <laughs> she was a great singer and a fantastic. Is a fantastic I think she's still alive, oh. yeah. Classic, yeah. She'll go down in history for sure. For about 10 years after she dies. Um, Okay, so took my loppers out there. And, I mean, it was seriously like I was cutting a branch. It was an impressive amount of strength. And the girth on this thing at the shaft was like... At least Brian level. Probably three inches. Yep. Did Did you take pictures of this before chopping it? Yes, I shall send you guys a picture. Uh, and it was almost 12 feet tall. Anyways, so a big dude, and, like, it starts, you know, weighing down the whole plant, and that's why the base has to be so strong. Um, the head of this thing, I put it in a plastic sack, so I, you know, didn't lose any of the seeds or anything. And I should have weighed it, but I guarantee it was every bit of five pounds. It was crazy. Damn. Um, it's like it's a big old bag of David sunflower seeds hanging off the top of this son of a bitch. <laughs> big old bag and, of seeds. That's good. Yeah, this is this is like found in any major league dugout. This is a big bag, and 
so this is my first year to like actually okay when exactly should i you know chop it off and how do i prepare it and dry it and you know because i don't want to screw the pooch on my first outing because it's the first time i've ever made it this far so i'm reading this thing and it's like um <laughs> you should you should be outdoors because it's messy and you should uh, get a table and then rub it out on top of the table. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I, should, I got this. <laughs> this is what I do on Thursday. It's good. He's <laughs> dragging off the shaft, expecting yeah. to see it load into a bag. Well, that's Dude, what happens, like, right? I am a shoe in for sunflower seed harvesting. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of practice. Like this is the big leagues, <laughs> and I've been in the minors, and I've got this. Mm-hmm. So I got called up to the big leagues and went pretty well. I mean, you literally do have to like rub it out. I tried to use like a little spoon utensil thing or, but you just kind of have to sit there with your hands and you, you get, you get a, you have to get it started because those things are so tightly packed in there. It's difficult. So tight. Um, Yeah. I mean, but once you get going, it, you know, just works itself out, huh? It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, these jokes write themselves. They do. Um, and I'll send you guys a picture here in a second. But, dude, it's a lot of sunflower seeds. like, impressive. So uh, I will have to report back to you um, on how this goes. Naturally, I'll, like, throw them in the oven to, to roast them or something. And then I'll <laughs> burn all yeah, of then them. Kids <laughs> will, like, have a World War Three or something. I'll have to tend to that, and then I'll burn the whole plate of them. Here's, here's what I would do, Parker. Do them in batches. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do like a third mm-hmm. of them in the normal because th- then you can also figure out the right then you can salt do recipes. The stuff, salt, yeah. the salt mixture. Yeah, you good, can do good a little call, see? maybe some salt and vinegar ones, some dill. Mm. Add some dill on there. I uh, yeah, I'm glad I consulted with you guys. You're welcome. We'll take our fee up front. Yeah, yeah. it's it's only one cut. bag of Davids. Yeah, dollar sixty. These I'm, <laughs> that's a lot of work for a little bag of sunflower seeds. Yeah, you have more respect for David now, don't you? I do. I wonder how they har- actually how they like harvest. I'm sure they've got machinery that. No, they just hire somehow. a bunch of a bunch of dudes who are really good at jerking of off. To... They're really in trouble right now. Um, um, so, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Well, I mean, it's what true. are you That's talking about? Half of your produce, if not more. Uh, that's right. yeah, yeah, statistically it's, probably yeah. very accurate. It's it's like all those businesses are in significant trouble right now because Trump banned any sort of uh, dude. You know what we found out? Well, I've never book. seen a I won't even, I won't orchard even... full of twenty-year-old white guys out there picking no. apples. Remind yeah. me after. Oh, I cannot wait to go to my sunflower seed harvest job. <laughs> Remind yeah, me okay. after the cast to tell you about some stats that we found. Anyway, uh, so I, I have a quick question. Yes. Quick question. Before okay. we we start signing off, because I know Brian has to go, but I do, um, yeah. the the sunflower seed business in Parker's backyard was it one sunflower? That's what I wanted to know. That yes. was a good question, Frank. Yes, valid question. Yeah, so they put out one major flower. Sometimes they'll bud little guys. Like you know how a tomato plant grows, it'll like uh, put another little branch out in the in the yeah. V of another branch, and you like. You want to, in tomato speak, you want to uh, nip those in the bud because those will actually Ew. suck away from the main branch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but sometimes sunflowers will put out smaller 
you know, just little like four or five inch diameter uh, guys. Whereas this one, I mean, this was like a fucking dinner plate at Golden Corral, dude. This thing was like 14 inches across. Jeez. Yeah. It was a, dude, nice. it was an impressive weight whenever I had it in that bag. Um, I should have gotten on the scale and weighed myself with and without it, but I didn't want to make myself feel bad about you didn't want to you didn't want to see what your weight was without it self-deprecation <laughs> i do yeah. that yeah. <laughs> just, man i could have sworn that sunflowers <laughs> that sunflower seed must oh, be what what 30 45 pounds <laughs> the seeds are not up there <sighs> i could have bitch. taken before and after pictures of the scale and then posted some shit on facebook about me losing five pounds overnight due to CrossFit. with rodent and fields fucking oils yeah. and shit <laughs> I mean, you got the wrong product buddy if you're trying to lose weight with rodent no, I am losing weight. That's, hey, that's what they want you to think, bro. But you put that orange extract in your food, shit your pants for a week straight. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have no idea how many blackheads I have. <laughs> you just don't have any idea how much excess oil I was carrying in my skin. But guess what? Now I am cancer-free, and I'm also down 53 pounds. <laughs> well, 50 pounds worth of blackhead weight. <laughs> Clearly. Thought I was fat before. You wait till I show up at your door. Yeah. Oh my gosh, guys. Well, this has been fun. Um, I'm sorry that I ha- I have to go. Um, but is there anything That's else a- that y'all have before I play the outro music? Parker, do you have anything in the uh, spanking my gears category? Speak now, forever, hold with me. Well, yeah, just real quick, and I've, I probably spoke to this a year or so ago, but, uh, like, uh, I don't know what you call them whenever you're checking out at gas stations or well, anywhere, pretty much, uh, retail. The little pay portal, you know, swipe or insert yeah. your card. Yeah. Dude, can we just, like, actually do something good and, and pass some legislation to make those things universal? Like, because the amount of times I feel like, yeah, I got this, it's – Red for credit, and then the guy's like, uh, sir, you just canceled the whole transaction. I'm like, son of a bitch. I was at the gas station earlier, and it was red for credit. And, uh, yeah, and then I got to start all over again, kind of like me rebooting my computer earlier. Does anybody else share that sentiment? Absolutely agree. It should auto-detect based on whether or not that's a credit card. Yeah. It's it, totally doable. It's bullshit. Yeah, like, I, I hate... So what I've gotten into is whenever someone goes debit or credit, I just go, whatever you want. Right, because yeah. it's what it, like that's what it was, especially when I'm dealing with small businesses. Like, there's my local bottle shop that it hooks me up on the regular. Like, I'll just go in and be like, wh- they'll ask debit or credit, like, whatever is easiest for you, and that's what we do. Like, because it doesn't matter to me. The money's coming out of the same fucking place, right? It's so like it's on them to push the right button. For when I yeah. put the card in, it does whatever it needs to do, and whether I need to sign or put in my fucking pin, I really don't give a shit because. Now- like if I'm if I'm out at the gas station, different like a gas pump, different scenario altogether. But like if I'm in the store, whatever, like just fucking make it all the same. Just make it all the same. The only thing I will say is sometimes. So if you're using a checking account, yes, that is a very true statement. If you are using a credit card, and you should so happen to have a pin on that credit card, and you hit debit, and you enter that pin. It will come oh, out yeah, that's a as different. a cash advance. Yeah, that's a different charge altogether. And you're very, very fucked. So oh, don't yeah. play that game. <laughs> because you're going to pay about a 40% interest rate of what you just bought. Yeah. Is that $10 six-pack treat? I want to put that caveat yeah. in there because 
Yes, while it is always cheaper to do the debit charge for, for the retailer. The retailer. Yeah. It is not if you use an actual credit card cheaper for you. Uh yeah, no. So when that. in that instance you are correct. <laughs> but I'm not usually buying a I'm not making a large purchase or a purchase where I don't have cash available. You know, you know what I do is I just don't even put pin numbers on my credit cards. Like oh, they're yeah. like, "What do you want your pin to be?" Nope. You choose it. <laughs> you choose it. Like literally, put in whatever you want and and I will not remember it. Yeah, it's it's going to be safe with me. Yeah. Trust me. How do you feel about a seven? Love it. <laughs> <laughs> How about four of Monroe? La, 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 yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't give a shit. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, literally, feeling. I don't need that option, sir. You're <laughs> right. Really I know it makes funny. you money. I don't need it. You know, I never, I never thought about that being a, a big deal, but I have noticed there's times where I go into a place and I don't know the difference between the like I, I know the difference, but I don't know when a place has like a swipe versus chip available. Oh. And I'll fucking swipe and it, no, can you insert your chip, sir? And when they say insert your chip, I automatically think that I'm being sexually assaulted. Oh, pretty much. I mean, normally there's a, gro- a glory hole like right there. Right, and you just you're slipping in your card, and you may insert card for whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I, it's just, it makes me feel dumb and it makes me feel old and it makes me feel vulnerable and automatically I feel like how my parents felt when cell phones became a thing and they were like hey, call me at home don't call me on my portable I'm like oh god damn it mom dad you don't know what the hell's going on you know it's called a cell phone right yeah exactly yeah exactly <laughs> like no but it's a phone and it's portable so I call it a portable phone ah oh, you're so old what's wrong with you Meanwhile, so, fast forward 20 years, and I'm fucking swiping away at the old gas station. When <laughs> there's some 18-year-old going, hey, insert your chip, dipshit. I'm like, oh, yeah. Sure. So, Sorry about that. The the super muy generoso fucking till operators have been blessed and, and just they, – they've got the certain sense of stupidity about them. That they know what they would do, I guess. Oh, yeah. And they have decided to tape one or the other. Oh, closed? Terminal. Yeah. And those people need raises. Yes. <laughs> if you're the person who goes, hey, you know, we're going to just go with one form. And if it's swipe until everybody has chip, then that's it. Because it, it honestly is a setting on the on the register. And if, if, yeah, I mean, come on, people. It's just some some businesses did not do the whole conversion to chip. Some did. All banks had to. Everybody right. has a chip. And if you're the person still on the swipe method, just, just fucking tape it closed. Just tape the chip, please. Right. Yeah. And and we will all be better off. Uh, if, if, if you just do that for right now, it's not going to hurt your terminal. And and later on we'll be able to do the whole you know chip whatever it, it like Seven Eleven hasn't converted to chip yet. Uh, they have here in Dallas. <clears throat> oh, okay, so it must fun. be rolling out because I was there yeah. the other day and they still had me swipe. And well, it's like fun. I was gonna say fun story about Seven Eleven. Each one of those businesses or each one of those buildings operate as an independent business. So oh yeah, so they can be forced. They or can not be. Forced yeah. To buy. Oh, it's yeah. so frustrating. Yeah, it's dumb. All right, all right, guys. Well, I'm going to go ahead and play this. I'm going to go with Ratatat tonight. 
So it's been fun chit-chatting with you guys. Thank you for tuning in this week and every week, as I know you do. If you don't already, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode of No Beer Left Behind. Also, be sure to check us out over on Twitter, at No Beer Left Cast, for all them good, good tweets from Frank. And uh, over on Instagram, at No Beer Left Cast, for all them good, good beer pics from myself. And uh, every now and then, when the gang sends me some good pics that are not in fucking Black Yeti cups, I'll uh, post those to the gram as well. Okay? Thank you for joining us this week, and uh, be sure to tell friends. Be sure to uh, rate and review us over on iTunes. And if you think of another uh, podcast reporting site or podcast reviewing site, let me know, because I don't know of one. I'm really legitimately interested. Uh, Message us at NoBeerLeftCast on Instagram. I'd appreciate it. Anyway, until next time, for Brian here in North Texas, I'm out. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Um, Parker and Tulsa, I'm out. Love you. Brian, I've got a suggestion. Uh, this podcast sucks. Com. Um, <laughs> additionally, God damn it. This podcast doesn't suck. <laughs> additionally, um, if anybody is interested in learning how to cook this week on uh, grilling slash ovening with Frank. Uh, we're going to be making a mean old booyah base, which is probably the best. We'll probably just make continuous versions of booyah base. That's the best word and the best fucking recipe in the world. It's like a gazpacho with shit in it. It's booyah base. Yeah, we're just gonna booyah base. So yeah, if you're interested, it's from France. So gotta go with that Francoma pottery theme. Um, and if you actually look for that episode, you're probably going to be sorely disappointed because it's made up, motherfucker. All right, I'm out.